Welcome to the Wild Strategy Podcast. My name is Jessa Lewis. I'm a social media expert, light worker, and business amplifier, and my company centers around elevating others. Here's a little bit of my background. For over a decade, I dimmed my own power to self-protect from past traumas. Now it's my mission to help others shine like I learned how to, and also show them how to amplify their soul-led messages to the world. I believe we're at a point in history where soulpreneurs like us everywhere are realizing just how much of an impact we can make together, and I'm dedicated to helping facilitate this. From showing you how to maximize the reach of your conscious business, to strategizing intuitively, to looking at alternative practices with mindset and spirituality, I'll be unpacking my knowledge and bringing on a host of amazing guest experts to share their potent modalities as well. So let's jump in. Welcome, welcome, gorgeous, gorgeous people to the first ever episode of Wild Strategy. I'm Jessa Lewis and I am stoked that you're tuning in, that you're connecting here and you're ready to dive in and listen to this first episode. Uh, This has been a long time coming. I had it on my heart to do a podcast many months back, many moons back. And then for whatever reason, multitude of reasons, I procrastinated. I did do some episode recording attempts and I um, scrapped some because the what I was talking about didn't feel aligned for the first few episodes. And then I scrapped others because the perfectionist in me listened back to the audio and I was like, oh no, critique, 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 you must re-record. And even with my most recent attempt, um, which was a few weeks back, I (laughs) was recording a delightful episode and then my children's came home, my children came home early with their dad and barged into my study and then I completely lost my train of thought and I was like, oh, there goes another one. Um, But the thing with all of that is it was all a choice, right? So whenever things, we perceive things to be going sideways or whenever we think that we haven't been able to do something because of X, Y, Z reason, it's always because we're choosing into it and there's usually a deeper reason why. For me, when I first had the idea of the podcast, I was still doing a lot of healing around my throat chakra and that's been a a big focus for me over the last 12 months. And I needed to do additional healing. It was like, yeah, it was on my heart to do a podcast, but just because you're getting the call to do something, it doesn't mean that you're getting the call to do it right then and there. Sometimes it's like you're being guided to know that, yep, this is in your pathway. This is something you need to be open to and prepare towards, but then you need to tune in on whether or not it's the right timing. And... (laughs) Sometimes you need to let go of your inner perfectionist and that's something that holds a lot of people back with actually launching their online businesses, with launching different income streams within their businesses and with actually going and trying new things, new platforms, etc, etc. The amount of people that I know who have been saying that they're going to start being proactive on LinkedIn or being proactive on TikTok or this platform or that platform that's a little bit alien to them and then months months passed and they haven't done anything because 
sometimes we get a little bit scary of the unknown and we're not 120% sure what the steps forward are so we don't take a step forward or we're worried about doing the wrong thing so we don't make a move and sometimes it's just because the timing's off and sometimes it's because our energy is elsewhere and we're 120% invested in other things and you know what we've only got so much juice <laughs> so it can be all these different things um, but either way we get to choose into whether or not it happens regardless of the circumstances so here we are today and I made a choice that today was the day it was going to happen <laughs> because I, I wrote up all of my content strategy for all of my different platforms and spaces for across a, a general month and I really wanted to include podcast episodes in part of that where I get to add additional value into my free Facebook group and into um, what my LinkedIn connections are getting, etc, etc, by being able to give them this episode. And I do love to talk, so it is a perfect content type for me, regardless of whether or not I stumble over my words occasionally. <laughs> Ah, so in this episode, I figured it made sense to dive into a little bit more about how I came to where I am today, where I sit in this um, comfy little Ikea chair in my Gold Coast office, home office, and where I've been running my own business for nine months. So let's talk a little bit more about what actually transpired. Two and a half years ago, I started a new career in social media management, business management, online growth and SEO. And I worked in that specialty with a multi-million dollar online empire and I absolutely loved it. And it was so funny because a lot of the different um, jobs that I'd worked at leading up until that, that I wouldn't have necessarily penned them as being soul destined wouldn't necessarily have said that they ignited a fire within me uh, but they all led to that point like I'd worked with managing teams I'd worked with online services I'd worked with managing complex tech stuff I'd done um, a lot of uh, admin and customer relations and I was so well versed in all of that and it translated really beautifully into this new job that I worked at at my sister's company after I returned to work after having children. And then I started to learn everything about social media and organic strategy specifically as well to complement what I'd already learned from the decade previously. And I talked to it like a duck out of water. And I, when I find something fascinating, when I find something really interesting, I soak up all of the information about it. And I'm quite blessed in that I'm very creative. So I wanted to be an artist when I was younger. Not so much I wanted to be. Everybody told me that I was going to be an artist. At the same time, they told me that artists don't get paid any money. And so it was a terrible career. 
<laughs> so unsurprisingly, I was unsurprisingly, I was a little bit confused as to um, what I was going to do for the rest of my life when I left school. But I was very creative and I've also been very tech savvy all of my life as well. It's just, it didn't seem um, appropriate and I was definitely steered away from having any sort of tech aspirations as a young blonde teenager. Um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of where, where things were at when I was in school. Um, and then in all of my corporate positions in my 20s, I steered, ended up steering naturally towards the tech side of things. And I didn't actually live into my creative passions at all. So I felt a bit unfulfilled. And then when I was um, working most recently in the SEO and social media and being able to work with an amazing community and work with an incredible boss who was all about following your passions and whatnot, I started to have um, my creative, uh, creative persona awake within me. And I felt myself like, it was like I'd woken up from being asleep for a long, long time. And I began to read again, I began to listen to podcasts, I began my self-empowerment journey and my self-development journey. And whilst I'd been an avid, avid reader when I was younger, I had never actually read self-development books. I'd never read business or mindset books either. They were never on my bedside table. And I had heard of Tony Robbins, but I'd never read a single word of what he'd written. And so this self-development journey was um, completely new to me. And as I went along that, I started to realize my capacity to actually help people and the power of what I could actually do here on earth and that perhaps I wanted to touch more people than um, who I could within the confines of my current role, my role at the time. And so I started a blog because I had been um, a writer when I was younger. I was... Uh, <laughs> I was a very good English student. I wrote many a um, fiction story and I reread them recently because I went through all of my filing when we moved from Melbourne up to the Gold Coast a year and a half ago. Went through all of my filing and I was like, I don't know if it's the perfectionist in me. I don't think it is. These stories kind of suck. And like the teachers would write on it. Oh, such a good job. Oh, you know, such an imaginative nation and you know really good and I was like dude these are awful they were so bad they were um they were just very abstract they were like and there was always like this um uh, random romance element to them anyway I, I don't think I was necessarily when I was younger destined to be a um fiction writer but I definitely do gravitate towards writing and I write very easily. <laughs> I definitely write better about things that I know rather than made up stories. So that's why starting a blog made sense to me. 
for you, if you're thinking of like, if you're feeling that urge and that calling to start doing something outside of your nine to five and outside of the confines of what you're currently doing, then I would encourage you to ask yourself where your natural inclinations lie in terms of content type. Do you love to talk? So maybe start a podcast. Do you love to write like I do? Start a blog. Do you love to just chat on screen? Are you um, a little bit of an extrovert already? Then maybe video is the form for you. Are you a bit of an entertainer? Perhaps look to TikTok. So those are some of the things that I, I get people to look at if they're at the precipice of their journey rather than being further along. My clients, some of them are very early entrepreneurs and others are already you know, six, seven figures. Um, so I started that blog and within a few months I was, I was absolutely loving it and I was starting to feel like maybe I wanted to do more, but I didn't want to start a business because I knew that might clash with my career. And so when my new year's resolutions came about a few months later, I believe I wrote down that I wanted to um, I wanted to perhaps do some interviews about you know just self-development empowerment sort of stuff because that was what I was I was writing about my journey basically um, I wanted to do some interviews I wanted to do some guest posting I wanted to write a book I'd started writing a book and I've um, started writing two books And I was like, that's it. So I capped it because I was like trying to live within the confines. And then at the very beginning of the year in January, there was a supermoon, a Capricorn supermoon. And I was fairly new in my astrology learnings and astrology journey. But I read that for me as a Capricorn, this was my moment. So the message for me as a Capricorn was to make dreams bigger than you'd ever made before not to consider anybody else but just to consider if you didn't have to think of anyone else what would you want to do this year because the sky was the limit and this year i could just blow everything out of the water and do anything and that the decisions i was going to make with this super moon would play out over the next six months and they would either be small Or they would be incredible and life-changing. And once I read that, it hit me so hard. And I was like, whoa, I had goosebumps. And then I actually did sit down. And I was like, whoa, if I didn't have to consider anybody else, what would I want to do this year? And that's a powerful question to ask yourself and to let yourself lean into. I'm a mom. I have two young children, a three and a half year old and a five year old. And at that point I was the main breadwinner for our household. My husband was a full-time stay at home dad. And I had this amazing career that I absolutely loved working for a company I adored and where the mission was on point And I believed wholeheartedly in it. And I was really invested in that. And we'd moved up to the Gold Coast a year, not quite a year earlier. So we didn't have family and friends all around us. And so I was like, okay, 
that's kind of scary, to, you know. If you start thinking of all of that, you automatically start restricting the goals and intentions that you want to set. But if you don't have to think of all of that, if you think about, well, well what do I want to do? I was like, well, I want to start my own business. I want to have a side hustle. I want to run events. I want to run programs and courses and actually be paid. I had previously had such poor self-worth, but after my self-development and empowerment journey, I knew my worth. I knew how much value my knowledge and wisdom held. So I knew that I would be devaluing my services and like not considering my self-worth if I didn't actually face the facts that I had the foundations ready for a legitimate business. I needed to follow my heart and actually pursue that. And once I, once I really tuned into all of those intentions and goals, and once I let myself ask what I really wanted and let myself hear what I really wanted, I couldn't ignore that. So it would have felt like, would have felt so horrible to then just push that down and ignore it and not take action. So that weekend I sent an email to my boss and said, hey, this is what's come up for me. Uh, I have these intentions. Is there any way possible that this could work? Is it possible for me to start a side hustle? whilst you know whilst I've got my career with the company and in the end after a few weeks back and forth we were able to work out an agreement where I went part-time went down to four days a week was like ended up being like 45 hours a week down from 70 and I had one day a week for my side hustle and so on the 23rd of January I launched this Jessa Lewis and it was the best feeling ever uh, probably second to the day both my children were born. But wow, wow, did I feel alive and ignited with purpose. Mm. So, so good. And since then, four months later, five months later, I ended up leaving my career and going all in on this Jessa Lewis. And so now we're in September now and I've been um, doing my, my own thing, full-time hustle for about four months. And it hasn't all been rainbows and unicorns. It hasn't all been easy. In fact, I was quoting on Insta Live today that in the first 18 months of new businesses, 80% of businesses fail or they close. Because it's not always easy. Sometimes it's exhausting. Sometimes it feels like things aren't going your way. Sometimes it feels like this is coming up and that is coming up. And, oh, you know, is it all, you know, is it all exactly what I want? Um, and for me, I, I remember that day where I was able to launch. And I remember that feeling of actually being able to follow my purpose and passion. 
and knowing what my message was here to do and what my mission was. And I remember that and I know that no matter how it goes, I get to help change people's lives and I get to add value and help them realize their potential with their businesses and help them amplify their amazing missions. And that's an incredible ripple effect, being able to elevate the heartfelt missions of those around you. Because all of my clients are doing incredible things, those in my tribe and community too. They're doing amazing things. And every time I'm able to help them shine a bigger light on what they're doing and reach more people, that's amazing. That's absolutely incredible. And so that's what I come back to whenever like, I'm feeling the, the struggle or uh, if I'm premenstrual especially, and which is a time of my cycle when I'm more inclined to want to throw in the towel, as it were. Um, yeah, I come back to that. And in my bowl of crystals here on my desk, or maybe over on my windowsill charging with the other crystals, <laughs> though it can't charge, is a champagne cork from, that I popped on that day on the 23rd of January. And I keep that to remember that feeling. And oh, now, now, nine months later, I'm, I've worked with so many different clients all around the world. I have clients in Europe, in America, here in Australia. I ran my first events, which I did as a co-collaboration with my beautiful friend, Jessica Palmer. And we ran an amazing event here. I've done interviews with top ranking podcasts. I've contributed articles for different e-magazines and I've run programs and courses and challenges and I ticked off all of the different things that I set out to do with that supermoon in January. And that's what I love about new moons is that every new moon is the chance to begin again. And it's a new cycle full of possibilities and they each have their own message and their own, um, their own, um, different element um and they're they're in different signs and so they they pull different people in different ways but they each are an opportunity to lean into something amazing and something new and incredible and so i would invite you with the new moon that's coming to actually consider what you want to do and Set your intentions considering only what you want to do and don't limit yourself by the confines of where your life is at currently. Consider what you would want to do with your intentions if those confines didn't exist and it will be a massive eye-opener for you. So I'm going to leave this episode at that. And until next time, and as always, go amplify, stay wild, make sure you subscribe and leave me a review because I always love to hear back from everybody and I read all of the comments. 
and definitely share this um, over on your Insta stories and tag me at this Jess Lewis if you've got something amazing to say. Um, if you've got constructive feedback, I will accept that as well. <laughs> and stay tuned for episode two, which will be being released shortly as well. Bye, beautiful humans. <laughs>